Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 404. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Did you know that Dane Maxwell, co-founder of the foundation, set up his entire business on Entreport in under seven days? He also saw an 80% increase in new customers. Streamline your business today by going to Entreport.com slash fire. Onnit's supplements, food, and fitness products are designed with one goal in mind, total human optimization. To learn more and get 10% off your supplement purchase, go to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Alex McClafferty. Alex, are you prepared to ignite... I am prepared to ignite, John. I'm yes. ready to do this. <laughs> Alex is the co-founder of WP Curve and Content Club. He spent over $100,000 on his formal education, which distracted him from doing what he really wanted, becoming an entrepreneur. In early July, Alex followed his dream and hasn't looked back. Boom, Alex. Giving Fire Nation just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Sure. Thanks Thanks for that introduction, John. Yeah. So, my background is I am the ultimate or I was the ultimate entrepreneur. And oh, I thought you were going to say fighting champion. <laughs> <laughs> my, my co-founder will have a joke about that because he thinks I look like a, a Sasquatch, but that's a different story. <laughs> so, nevertheless, I was a entrepreneur. I was that guy that always wanted to start a business but just could never do it. I could never, ever commit to making myself take that leap and, you know, jump, jump straight into it. And interestingly, when I, uh, I proposed to my wife and we decided to move out to the US, I had a three-month window where I was unable to work. You need an employment authorization card and that takes three months, so you are on the bench for three months. And that forced me to go, okay, I took stock and I was like, it's time to make a difference. It's time to do something that I really want. Um, the background to my businesses that I'm a co-founder of, so I work with Dan Norris and he's based in Australia. I'm based in San Francisco and we work on WP Curve, which is 24-7 WordPress support and that starts from $69 per month and we've recently just launched contactclub.co and that's a private community for business owners and we help them create content and help their content get traction. So that's a little bit of background to who I am and what I'm doing. So Alex, I love talking to entrepreneurs, to sidepreneurs, and you no longer fit in that category, but you were recently, and that's going to be really inspiring for Fire Nation because many of our listeners right now do fit that category. They are entrepreneurs. They are sidepreneurs. They're driving to work right now saying, wow, Alex made that leap that I haven't yet been able to do, and here I am stuck in traffic going to a job that's going to suck me dry for the next eight to 10 hours, and when I come home, I'm going to want to do that side project that I'm working on, but I'm not going to have the energy to really be passionate about it. That's inspiring. So I really want to dive into that journey, but before we do, Alex, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because it gets that motivational ball rolling. It gets the listeners fired up for your content, so take it away. So the quote that I'm going to read to you today is from Bobby Flay, and it's actually a quote that I saw on one of Tim Ferriss's posts on his blog, and he also mentions it in The 4-Hour Chef. The quote is, 
Take risks and you'll get the payoffs. Learn from your mistakes until you succeed. It's that simple. So Alex, dial this down for us. How have you actually applied this mantra to your life? It's, it's funny you ask. I think um, one of my key themes in life has been trying to pull away from that mentality of uh, tying my value or my self-worth to the amount of money that I'm making. So when I was um, just fresh out of college, fresh out of university, it was the uh, global financial crisis. That was in 2008. And I was unemployed for three months. So I'm this like motivated, energetic, pumped up guy and I just couldn't find a job. And I was so miserable. It was just a tough time in my life. And what happened was I felt the first job that I could find was actually in a call center and that was selling insurance over the phone. So it was really like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Boiler Room. Oh, many times. Yeah. So it was exactly like Boiler Room. We would just get on the phone and sell insurance. And the thing that I realized doing that was that I'd, I'd had my, like the hardest time in my life. The hardest time I had in my life was being unemployed. So as I worked my way through my career, which was the, the, uh, the following five years, I thought I can, I can get a lot out of this. I just need to put myself in a position where I can, you know, really be challenged. And I may not have the experience, but I think I have the ability to take on new roles and to challenge myself and to, in, in some cases, really go into a job that I probably wasn't really qualified to do. And having that mentality helped me jump around into um, a number of different consulting roles. And I guess my, my target, my personal target, I wanted to earn uh, an annual income of $150,000 by the time I hit 25. That was my goal. And that's a, that's a very, I guess, lofty goal. Yeah. And it's, it's also a little bit of a shallow goal because if you start to value yourself just by the amount of money that you make, and when you hit that number, you go, well, is that, is that all there is? Like you can continue to make more and more money, but if you're not happy in what you're doing, then it's, it's all for naught really. Um, so taking those risks and jumping around in different jobs is how I applied that quote to my life. And I thought, what is the worst possible thing that could happen if I go into a role where I'm not, you know, I don't have 10 years experience and there's guys in there who are, you know, 15 or 20 years older, more, more, more my senior. If I've got that attitude where I think I can pick it up and I think I can learn it on the job, then I can do it. Alex, one thing I want to bring up right now, because I think this is a very important point for the listeners to really focus in on. Think about who you want to be. And if you want to be a happy person, if you want to be a passionate person, then be that person and let the rest fall into place. I think it's really important to be specific as well. So one of my common themes was that I was like, okay, I need to you know, earn in this ballpark of money to be happy. But when you, when you leave it that wide open, it's like, okay, you need to earn this amount of money, but what sort of job are you going to be doing? Like, where are you going to spend your time? What are you going to do on weekends? How are you going to feel in the time that you're not in the office slaving away in a job that you don't love? I think that's really important as well. So important, Alex. And I'm glad you brought up that specificity because that is so key. And when we don't have that, we really don't articulate our goals and our passions and our dreams then how do we ever know when we get there? So great point, Alex. And what I want to do now is really turn the focus of this interview to you. You're our spotlighted guest today, and I want to talk about your journey specifically because you've had quite the journey. You've accumulated over $100,000 
in debt on formal education like so many of us have, you found yourself in a predicament of not really being able to be who you wanted to be, which was an entrepreneur. So share with us a story along those lines where you did fail or you did face a massive challenge or a massive obstacle, Alex, that you really had to dig deep to overcome. Talk to us about that time in your life, that story, so that we can learn from you, so the listeners can really relate to that point in your life, to that Alex. And then talk to us about your lessons learned. Sure. And I guess I'll I'll clarify the money that I spent on my formal education. I always saw that as an investment. And part of what I did with that formal education was to make sure that I was able to pay that off. So as I went through that that education, I was working full time and putting money back into paying that down. And I'm a big believer in, you know, you need to be able to support yourself and also not to take on uh, debt that's, you know, not worthwhile. So don't go out and spend thousands of dollars on a credit card if you can't service that debt. So I paid my way through school, which is part of the part of the reason that I jumped into those um, really advanced roles. I think um, the, the story that I can tell you a little bit about failure, and I might make it a little bit more specific to the, the service that I'm working on now, which is WP Curve. Sure. Um, and this was really like my trial by fire into the startup world. <laughs> so, as I, I don't know if Dan sort of really got into the detail of how I joined up with him and said, hey, I've got three months and I can just work work for you for free. I'm happy to partner up with you. He has not. So really start there and go into that because this sure, is a sure. really valuable story. Yeah. And I, I mentioned how I had a three-month window where I was unable to go and get a job. So that forced me to really take stock of where I was at. And I'd followed Dan Norris online for probably six months prior and he was one of the um, one of the Australian entrepreneurs who was really giving it a good go. And I thought to myself, if I want to, you know, take it to the next level and if I want to be an entrepreneur, who who do I need to work with? Who do I need a mentor? Like who can help me get to where I need to be? <clears throat> and I saw that Dan was, you know, had his had his struggles with his first um, his first startup, which was informally. And I thought, you know, this guy has done this, done all of these hard yards. He's learned a lot. I would love to just have some of his time. And the way to do that is not to email him and say, hey, can you tell me what you think of my idea? It's, hey, Dan, how can I help you out? What do you need me to do? I can come and work for you for three months for free and I don't expect anything in return. And to me, that's a, like, that's a really powerful um, question because in, in my experience, people are generally open to help. People need help. People will say, yes, you can come and help me out. And part of that process was actually going through and making sure that we were a good fit and that we were aligned and, you know, we had the same sort of core values and we were interested in the same things. And as it turned out, we'd both, like Dan lives on the Gold Coast. I'd spent four years of my life on the Gold Coast. We probably, when I was living there, I probably lived maybe a couple of miles away from where he lived. We both liked the beach. We both used to work for the same big corporation. Um, and we just sort of taken out our own paths, but we ended up back together. Um, and as I started working with Dan, one of the, the big things that I wanted to do was get runs on the board. And when I say runs on the board, I wanted to make an impact straight away. It was really important for me to show, demonstrate some value straight off the bat. And I love talking to people. And I was like, look, I can go out and I can sell. I will be your sales guy. I will do business development. I'll go and talk to prospective clients and I'll hit the phones because I've done it before and I know how to do it and I'm comfortable in, in that situation. So, you know, picked up the phone, started making calls and started talking to the people that we thought were going to be our primary customers. 
And you need to bear in mind that Dan uh, ran his own web design agency for six years and successfully sold that business and that helped him fund his startup. So what Dan knows and Dan's background is as a website agency owner. And that's, that's really good. That's really, you know, helpful for our business because we're thinking, hey, the way that we position this is we can go out and sell this to website agency owners and they're going to absolutely love it. It's going to save them time. It's going to save them money. It's going to make it really easy for them. But what I found after having 30, 40, 50 phone calls with website agency owners was that even though the proposition was there, the value was there, that it, may, it actually makes sense on paper, that in, in most cases, agency owners just couldn't get their head around that service offering. And it's, it's sort of funny because as you do that, you really feel like you're starting to force it. And if you're forcing it, that tells you that your product may not be a really good fit for that market. So after having, you know, many, many phone calls and going through the same, um, I guess, the same Q&As and, you know, understanding their pain, understanding their businesses, I found it that, you know, if, if it's not there, you don't need to force it. But going through that, going through that, you know, path of just conti- continually hit, hitting that wall of no's, but digging into why it wasn't a good fit was just as important. And that, to me, in the first, I think I was on the phone nearly the entire first month that I was working with Dan. And these are, you know, 12, 14-hour days and eight or nine hours of that is on the phone. I mean, talk about trial by fire. Talk about on-the-job training. Fire Nation, this is what it's all about. This is how you immerse yourself and become an entrepreneur who has an understanding, a grasp of your industry, of your niche. And one thing that I want to point out that Alex did that I was very fortunate to be smart enough to do as well was he actually reached out to somebody in the industry that he knew, liked, and trusted. And he said, listen, I want to add value to you, to your life. And I did the same thing with podcasting. I reached out to Jamie Tardy, the eventual millionaire, and said, listen, I need a mentor. I want to invest in myself. I want to pay you to be my mentor. And I knew that that was one of the things that she did. And she took me on because she saw my passion, just like Dan took Alex on for the exact same reason. So don't be afraid to reach out to those people in your industry, guys, that you know, like, and trust. Because if you're willing to work for it, you will be very surprised happily at the responses you get. And Alex, I just want you to sum up for Fire Nation one clear lesson that you learned from that whole experience? There's probably two lessons, two specific lessons. And the first one about actually making myself open to work with Dan is it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to put yourself in a position where you may be told, no, that's not going to work out and this this is not going to be a good fit. Because that, that was the biggest risk for me. I could say, hey, I want to do this work for you for free and he could say no. And that's that's the worst thing that could have happened. The second lesson that I learned as I was talking about that trial by fire is to listen to your market. So if you've got a product or a service that you're trying to build out and you're not hitting traction with it and you've had conversations with people that you think are your target customers, you really need to listen to what they're saying. You might have a really great product or you might have a really great service, but it might be missing their need or you might not be positioning in a way where they can understand what the benefit is for them. So those are the two lessons that I took away from that. Powerful, great insights, Alex. I know that Fire Nation is going to relate to both of those lessons on multiple levels. And I want to segue over to the other end of the spectrum. We talked about the challenges and obstacles you had to overcome. Now let's talk about an aha moment when that light bulb just went off and you say, poof, this is me. This is my authentic self. Finally, take these handcuffs off. When that happened, 
What is that story? Take us to that moment, Alex, and talk to us about what steps you took afterwards to turn that moment into a success. I've actually got a few. I've sort of prepared some notes cool. prior to this call to, to talk through. The first one, and I think this is specific to the business, is that you, you yourself has talked about the Pat Flynn effect. So you get on Pat Flynn's platform and people just, they'll love, like they'll go and look at your service or your product and it will just help you build your business. So I wanted to coin a new term of phrase and I'm going to call it the John Lee Dumas effect. I love it. <laughs> So when when Dan appeared on your show, and that's uh, I think it's episode three fifty five. Yeah, he I just was, had it pulled up. Yeah, yeah, he was absolutely swamped with emails from your listeners, and they were just so inspired and motivated and pumped about the way that he approached his experience in entrepreneurship and the fact that he's so honest about his experiences. Because sometimes entrepreneurs will feel a little bit, you know, there's a little bit of pride there. If you failed, it's really hard to talk about that failure, and you want to get on to the next. The next project, but he really took stock of where he was at after that. Um, after he worked on informally, so there was that part, but there was also the fact that ha- being on your show helped us to build our business, and that to me is very powerful because that means that you've got a, a group of really motivated, inspired entrepreneurs who are very open to trying new things. So having having that validation and having people come onto our side and say, "Hey." We heard about you guys on on John's show. We'd love to work with you. Can you tell us how we get started? And that to me was, you know, that was an aha moment. That said to me, we can go out and talk about our business and people will see value in it and it's going to be a viable service. And the second aha moment I have, and this is, I guess it's like a a lot of small aha moments, is when when I talk to customers who actually understand the service that we're providing. So I'll take them through and say, hey, this is what we do. Um, you've got a WordPress site, how often do you make changes to it? I might make three or four changes a month. And does that cost you a lot of time? Yeah, sometimes it can take four, five, ten hours. I need to, you know, research on the support forums. I might need to watch some tutorials to, you know, get up to speed to be able to edit my site. Okay, and is that an expensive proposition for you? Does that cost you a lot of money? Like, well, yeah, sometimes I have to go and get a developer. They have a minimum hourly rate and it might cost me, you know, two or $300 a month to keep my site maintained. And I'll say, okay, I understand where you're at with your business and with your website. If I can come in and say, you know, we can support you for $69 a month and we'll take care of that problem for you, would that be a good solution for you? And you can see it on their face or you can hear it in their voice if you're on the phone. And it's just really, just it's a really good feeling where people understand what it is that you're doing and how you're trying to help them. And I think as an entrepreneur, that's those are the sort of moments that you chase where people get your service and it clicks because you will see it click with someone. That's powerful. And I want to say one thing, Alex, is that I am constantly blown away by the engagement, by the love, by the action-taking entrepreneurs that we have listening to Entrepreneur on Fire on a daily basis. It is truly amazing to see the passion that comes from these listeners that they just want this great content that you're sharing with them. And because you're doing it in such a genuine and authentic way, Alex, they're resonating with you. They're resonating with your company and they're reacting to that. So I really want to turn that aha moment back around to you and say, hey, it's really because of the people that you and Dan are and the company that you represent that makes people flock to your standards. So I really thank you for for shining the light on the John Lee Dumas effect. I'll take that. But I also want to shine it back on you and say, without your authenticity, without your transparency and your true 
honesty and desire to help the entrepreneur and what they're doing to help build their business, that is what makes WP Curve a winner. And that's what's going to continue to make what you guys do a success. And one thing I really want to talk about, and we have to do it very briefly, unfortunately, but pricing structure is something I always get questions about. And you guys came to that $69 pricing structure. Take just about one minute and talk to us about how you arrived at that number. Part of that pricing structure is being in a position where people see enough value in your service to pay on a monthly basis. So when your primary customer is a small business owner, it needs to be something that is affordable, but also has a massive return on investment for them. Because small business owners have got 100 or 200 different things that they need to do at the same time. They're juggling all of these balls in the air. And if you make it too hard for them and put up too many barriers for them to be able to accept your product or service, then you're just not going to get their eye. If you try and price a, you know, a support service at two, three, four hundred dollars a month, then that's going to make it a, a lot more, there's going to be a lot more thought that needs to go into that purchasing decision. If you position it in a way where it's something that is a fixed cost, you know what it's going to be month to month and you know what the value is that you get out of it each month then that gives business owners comfort. And that to us is, it's, it, it gives us, it helps us sleep at night because we know what our business is doing and we can forecast based on our growth. We know that we've got this much recurring revenue and we don't have to jump from project to project to project to try and keep our income up. Love that. And Fire Nation, you should be salivating at that $69 per month. If you want to find out more, eofire.com slash WP curve. It will take you straight to their site. You can check out exactly what they're offering and you'll see the value because I'm not just somebody that's interviewing Dan and Alex here. I'm actually a customer of WP Curve and I've already seen the incredible value of their service, their care, their thought, their transparency that they put into it because this is something that they do believe in. So Alex, let's move forward to present times right now. We've been hovering in the present, but I really want to take it to today. What are you really excited about right now? And once again, I've got two things that I'm very excited about. And the first is the fact that we're really starting to hit traction with WP Curve. Yeah. So when you, and this is for the people that are out there looking to kick off their own business and you might be thinking about jumping into it full time, it can be really, really hard because what happens is you'll tie, and this is a, this is a natural thing to do, you'll tie your amount of success to the amount of customers that you've got on board. So your worth will be tied to each time you get a sign up. And you need to step away from that. You need to be a little bit patient and understand that it does take some time to get traction. We've been really lucky with WP Curve because people have clicked with it, they understand the proposition, and they pay for it. So the thing that I'm excited about with WP Curve is the fact that we're starting to hit traction. And traction means that we're signing up, you know, one or two people a day and we can support that amount of people by building out, our, you know, the background systems and processes to help those guys out. The second thing that I'm very excited about is contentclub.co. So we released, um, we, we did a really, really minimum viable product for this, this forum that we wanted to build out. And part of that was, talking to the people that are on our list and saying, hey, this is the idea. If you're interested in joining us and if you're interested in helping your content marketing improve, get better traction and more shares and get people on board with what it is that you're doing, uh, please you know, let us know and we'll put up a page and you can put in a little application and we'll review it. And to validate that idea, we put it out to the list 
and we had, I think, maybe 40 or something applications and we had 30 spots for founding members. And that, to me, was really exciting, the fact that people saw value in that and they were really keen to get into a, a private community where they can talk to like-minded business owners. Love those two things, Alex. And I've seen the exact same thing with Fire Nation Elite. There's just this need that's out there, listeners, for people to plant a flag and say, I'm creating something. I'm standing for something. If you want to create and stand for something similar, come. Come to my tribe. Come to my flag. And we will support each other as a family. I don't consider myself the sole leader of Fire Nation Elite. I consider Fire Nation Elite 100 members that are leading each other, that are following each other, and that are engaging on a daily basis. And I see the same thing with Content Club. And I love when people like yourself and Dan do these kind of things, Alex, because it really makes me feel good when people say, John, how the heck do you do a seven-day-a-week podcast? And then I say, well, look at these guys. They're running WP Curve, which is like this <laughs> WordPress support. And then they just opened up a Content Club. And goodness knows how they work 24 hours a day, but they obviously do. So thank you for being other crazy workaholic entrepreneurs. The thing about it, John, is that it doesn't feel like work. So true. I I love it. I absolutely love it. I used to hate sitting at my desk. I'd watch the clock tick the hours away and think I'm wasting my life. And now I'll do a 12 or 14 hour day working on both of these businesses and I'll be ready to get up and do it all over again the next day. There's not one day that doesn't go by that I don't look up at the clock and say, OMG, it is 2 p.m. Where did the day go? Where did the day go? When I was at John Hancock, I was cashed. I was sleeping at my desk at 2 p.m. feeling like I'd been there for a week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. So Alex, we're going to take a minute and thank our sponsors. Starting your own business, becoming an entrepreneur can really be tough. I remember when I first started Entrepreneur on Fire, I had a really hard time keeping track of everything. I felt like I was being pulled in a million different directions and keeping my mind focused on one thing for more than five minutes was a challenge. But these days, I rarely have difficulty focusing thanks to Alpha Brain from Onnit. Alpha Brain is an all-natural supplement designed to make it easy to give your brain everything it needs to function at above optimal levels. And it's legit. If you're ready for that feeling where everything is just coming together, your focus is on, your mental energy is there, you can recall names and ideas effortlessly, then Alpha Brain is something you should check out. And if you don't agree, no worries. Onnit offers a full money-back guarantee. You can get 10% off your supplement purchase right now by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. It's a hole in one. The crowd goes wild. The television monitors are going cray cray. Oh, sorry. You said all in one. Let's try that again. It's an all in one platform. Are you looking to manage multiple areas of your business from one single platform? Well, I've got great news. Entreport says they've got it. And it's true. Entreport is an all-in-one small business management platform that integrates all the software you need to start, systemize, and scale your business. I'm talking about client relation management, email marketing, sales, the whole nine yards. To give you an idea of how powerful a platform like Entreport can be, check out these stats. Dane Maxwell, co-founder of The Foundation, has seen a 500% increase in revenue, an 80% increase in new customers, and a 10% increase in customer retention since using Entreport. 
To learn more about Entreport's streamlined platform and how it can help your business, go to entreport.com slash fire today. So Alex, man, this has just been a great interview and we are going to finish so strong because we're going to finish with the lightning round. And this is actually my favorite part of the interview because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The thing that was holding me back was the excuses that I made. And the excuses that you'll make when you're thinking about doing uh, your own business or starting your own project is you'll you'll put barriers up. You'll be like, I need to have this system. I need to have this tool. I don't have this. I don't have that. But the fundamental basis of having a business is having a product or service and having a customer. And you don't need a support desk. You don't need you know a fancy website that costs you thousands of dollars to design. You just need to add value to someone. And if you bust through your excuses, you'll find out very quickly whether your product or service has legs. Well said. What is the best advice you've ever received? Um, I'm a huge fan of Ramit Sethi. And one of the things that he always talks about is the fact that systems are going to beat willpower or your motivation every single time. And I think in your business, John, you've got systems set up where you know exactly how you're going to operate your podcast. And I received a couple of reminders and, you know, it was a very, very smooth process from my end to know that, hey, at 11 o'clock, I'm going to be talking to you. This is exactly what we're going to be talking about. And you don't leave anything to chance. And that's off the back of having a really good system. Absolutely. I couldn't do it without a system. That is for sure. Can you share one of your personal habits, Alex, that you believe contributes to your success? One of the things that I do in my spare time is powerlifting. And I'm a guy that's, I don't know if I have ADD, but I'm often very distracted with what I'm doing. When I go out, uh, when I go into the gym and I start lifting really heavy things, it forces me to focus on one thing. And I, when you're lifting really heavy weight, you need to be you need to be careful, you need to be safe, and you need to be focused. And for me, getting into the gym and throwing some weight around is something that helps me maintain my focus. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? So I'll give James Shramko a shout out for this. There's, uh, if you've got an Apple iPhone or an iPad, you need to use Siri to do dictation in notes. So it'll, it'll capture, I think, 20 seconds or 30 seconds of audio. And what it forces you to do is when you're talking, you really need to shell out your thoughts in a way that, that Siri is going to understand, but also in a way that is a nice short snippet for either a blog post, an email, or whatever you like. It's really, really helped me out. And for all you droids out there like myself, (laughs) we have the very similar thing, except it can take 120 seconds worth of notes. Oh, I'm (laughs) jealous. You're going to convert me, I think. So Fire Nation, you can find the links to everything that we talked about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Alex McClafferty. Alex, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I will recommend Poor Charlie's Almanac by Charles Munger. And that book is, it's a funny book because you think it's going to be really boring, but it's actually (laughs) just, it's amazing. The way that both Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett can make really, really complicated things seem simple and how these guys use systems, checklists, and self-awareness to become some of the the most well-known and well-respected investment managers on the planet. It's just, it's mind-blowing. 
Absolutely. And Alex, Fire Nation loves audio. So if they want the audio version of this book for free, they can go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Alex, this next question, it's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So this is part of the reason that I prepared for this this chat because I saw this question and I was thinking I need to have some preparation. I need to think about what I would do. And I listened to a few of the other podcasts that you've you've put out in the last few weeks and I was I was like, mm, I don't want to stumble on this one." So I I thought about what what I would do as my authentic self. Like what am I really good at? What's my what's my strength as a person? Love and, it. And the idea that I came up with was that I've got my laptop and we'll assume that I've got an internet connection. So I would spend a full day on the web and I'd be looking for meetups, events, conferences, communities, people that I could go out and introduce myself to. And I'd probably be looking for free meetups and things like that just because I've only got $500 and I'm going to need that for transport to get to and from. So for the next five days following that, I would be meeting, greeting, and I'd be getting to know all of the people at those conferences. So I'd just be looking to connect with people. That's something that I really enjoy doing, and that's something that I think I could keep doing. And then on the final day, what I'd do is, you know, collate all of the business cards and all of the people's names that I'd met, and I'd just get in contact with them and say, hey, you know, I'm new to this planet. Is there anything I can help you with? Alex, what I love about your answer is that it's truly how I built Entrepreneur on Fire from the ground up. I went to conferences. I met people. I asked them to network with me, to be my first guest on Entrepreneur on Fire. That started the momentum rolling down the hill, and I haven't looked back since. And that was starting from literally ground zero, September of 2012. So Fire Nation, if I can do it, if Alice can do it, believe me, you can do it. We're just a couple of normal dudes who just took action on what we're passionate about. And Alex, I've truly enjoyed listening to your journey because you shared some amazing insights and you were just so transparent and authentic. I love when that happens. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. So the best way that people can get in touch with me is to email me at alex at wpcurve.com. So the parting piece of advice that I would give is to, when you get into a project or a side business, think about what's the worst thing that could, be, that could happen. And if you can sleep at night with that, I think you should go for it. That's the only way you're going to learn and you need to jump in head first. Alex, Fire Nation is just well aware that they can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. Or guys, just type in the word Alex into the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Alex, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. WP Curve is such an amazing opportunity for people that are struggling a little bit with their website, with their WordPress account, and maybe they want just people to to be there for them, to give them support. And that's what WP Curve is all about. $69 a month is an absolute incredible value. eofire.com slash WP Curve. Go check it out. And Alex, Fire Nation, we salute you. 
and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me, John. I'm passionate about my business, so passionate that I spent months researching online and teaching myself how to become the best podcaster possible so I could deliver Entrepreneur on Fire to my audience seven days a week. Like me, Shopify is passionate about helping businesses get their e-commerce store set up easily, so they've researched all the latest and greatest to help you. You can even get a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.